listening to Around Comics. That's right. You're listening to Around Comics, the comic book podcast where we talk about everything in and around the world of comics. I'm Brian Salazar. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, my bestie, my comic book confidant, my, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm out of adjectives. Christopher Neesman. The man you, that holds you tight in the dead of night. <laughs> Well, you know, I do have, there is competition for that, though, because I do have my, my, uh, my best jujitsu partner, uh, mm. you know, I roll around on the ground and we sweat all over each other, very yep. manly like, uh, it's very homoerotic. And, I was a wrestler uh, in high school, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, you know, you know all about that. I know, I know, I know all about it. Silly um, costumes rolling on the floor with men, it's terrific. <laughs> Welcome to Around Comics, episode 373, The Foul Eternals. Uh, yes, we're nice new intro, by the way. Oh, you like that? Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was trying was to come up with something outstanding. quick and short, but punchy, and yeah, I thought that I thought it worked out Kinda pretty like well. Yeah, quick and short and punchy. Punch yeah, drunk. Quick, short, and punchy, that's me. Uh, hi, how are you doing, sir? Good, I, went, I just got back from the chiropractor. Nice. Fixing my neck and my shoulder. Got realigned. Got yeah, realigned and did some PT and some deep tissue massage and some ice Ooh. and stim. They're more of a they're the place is actually more like a physical therapy place. They call them so I mean they are chiropractors, but they don't even do like regular adjustments. They do like it's called like pro adjustment or something. It's like with a it's like with a machine and it just like taps <laughs> your back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And uh, but I, yeah, it seems to be working. My shoulders feeling better. I'm getting ready does for it actually. Does it actually stop the sands of time? Do you uh, hopefully put at them least back in the hourglass. Slow them down a little. One more day in the sun is uh, <laughs> from one of my favorite uh, baseball movies. Uh, uh, for love of the game. Oh, Kevin love of the game. Okay, it's uh, who's the um, the Yankees? The broadcaster that's or the tiger no, i'm sorry not the yang it's the tiger's broadcaster i think he's dead now probably but he uh he, he's talking about billy chapel one more he gives us he reaches back and gives giving us one more one day, more in, the day sun, in the sun which i just thought was such a great line for like <laughs> um you know an old pitcher like having throwing a perfect game like just, what a great what a great baseball yeah. so great 
you know it is i was actually i was all ready to to duke it out with you tonight it's uh socks uh cardinals it's the uh it's the game of of the aces the the two the two oh, guys that went to high school together it's giolito and flaherty and uh yeah. who's the who's the other guy out of that 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 trio i think he pitches for the braves i want to say like Ro, Ro, uh, is it Roland? Nah, not Roland. I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's the other guy. But they're the all other, good. Yeah, they're all like number well, one starters on their teams. Are, uh, but Sox are winning. Are they? I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't even look. Yeah, yeah, I know we were up last night talking about uh, some baseball while the game was going on. That was kind of funny. I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure um, that, that interpreter is definitely going to get fired from... <laughs> He's a- <laughs> he was running like crazy. There, I was watching the Cardinals broadcast, and they're like, "He ran like a four two forty to get out there." I think you they caught him in the back. He was like in the bathroom or something, and they're like, right. "You know, we need you to translate. Get out there!" So, yeah, that was hilarious. That was good stuff. Um, but this is not around baseball. We should no. do that. We should do that we- as a Patreon cast. MC um, MLB AC MLB. ACMLB. That's what just AC something or other, which we had a busy weekend. I saw you more this weekend than my wife. Uh, we were doing. Wait, this uh, coming again. Uh, oh, yeah. It's so much stuff, but we, we did Repo Man and we, we started uh, the ACTV uh, Modoc Talk. And yes. that's what we should call it. Not Modoc After Hours. We just call it Modoc Talk. Modoc Talk. Modoc Talk. Modoc. I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I had a great time, uh, doing both of those. And, and I think I'm in, if you guys are, if you, and we had, for those that don't know, we had Will Pfeiffer on the show with mm-hmm. us to talk about repo man. And inevitably with Will, the three of us, I, yeah, we, yeah. we end up always talking about Quentin Tarantino a lot. Um, but I, it was I, an it was an hour long show that a half hour was about Repo Man, and the that. second half hour was about was about Quentin Tarantino movies, <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there the entire time going, "Yep, had to had just had to mention Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, didn't I?" And well, then we, it was we, off. The idea came up that maybe we should um, do an ACQT, a year or so. <laughs> of Quentin Tarantino films where we just like once a month. So I'm hoping we actually do that. I really would like to do that. Cause I, I, yeah, I, can, well, I can talk endlessly about nothing, but I can really talk endlessly yeah. about Quentin Tarantino movies. And so I, th- that- I think the only debate now is we're, we're going to do them chronologically by release, but are we going to include the Tarantino screenplays where he did not direct? So true romance and once upon uh, a time, um, uh no um natural born killers natural born killers oh, i mean there's a couple others there uh four rooms he did which directed he, one of those i think he wrote and directed one of the four stories so i think that would be one yeah that for sure i'm i'm fine with doing all of them personally because i don't mm-hmm. i mean i'm not going to turn down another opportunity to watch any of those movies. I like yeah. them all. I, you know, True Romance is an awesome mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Natural Born Killers, I I think I appreciate that movie more and more every time I see it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a Quentin Tarantino film. It's it's a it's an Oliver Stone film, yeah. but it definitely has some Tarantino stuff in it and and, you know, 
it's still an i mean amazing performance by juliet lewis mm-hmm. and um, and harrelson and woody harrelson and it's it yeah so uh, we'll save it for ac yeah. and the connection there is the uh, uh the parole officer was it the Michael oh i forget Man- the guy's name oh, no. yeah he was he was right is he he's not is he the pure or he's a detective or some but but the same guy was Vincent Vega's parole officer. He was one of the Vega brothers' parole officer. So that was one of those little weird Tarantino uh, tie-ins. Crossover so, thing. Yeah. Hi Tom. Hey, what's up? You guys talking about the Vega boys? The Vega brothers? Yes, we were a little bit. <laughs> we're, we're gonna do so we were talking about how the fact when we did the Repo Man uh episode on Sunday that um we ended up talking about Quentin Tarantino quite a bit. And so I, we kind of came up with the idea of doing an ACQT where we, we do like once a month, we, we do a, a episode on a Quentin Tarantino film and talk about Quentin Tarantino. And maybe by the end of it, we'll have all of our Quentin Tarantino done. It's a lot. It's a lot. It long movies too, man. A lot of movies. Some of them. So yeah. he keeps going. You can't. They uh, keep getting longer. I'm okay with it. You can't. Yeah. You can't make enough for me. I'm. I'm. I will always be a Tarantino fan. Yeah, uh, so. But anyway, enough about that. Wayne yeah. Musso, our 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 most loyal Facebook watcher. At this a- point, Wayne, you're the fifth Beatle, bud. <laughs> He's asking if uh, have you guys read Monsters by Barry Windsor Smith? It's a great read. Order. Uh, yeah, I I have not read it yet. Um uh but I I want to get a copy of it and read it for sure. I just have not yeah. as of yet. But now I want it even more. You want it? Bring it to me. List. Maybe yeah. we'll make that the uh trade talk after we're done with uh, Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, when are we going to do that? <laughs> when are you ready to talk you guys about it? Read it? <laughs> have you read twice. it? I read it a while ago. I, I might need to yeah. You have not read it twice, Chris, you liar. <laughs> um we can talk about one next if week. You guys give me a date. I will that's the only way I'm gonna get through it. I have to have a deadline because I will continue to put it off. Well, is, is two weeks too much? It is too right soon? now because I'm going on vacation oh, next to three well, weeks. Maybe, maybe that's a good time. I could maybe read it. You're going to be on vacation going, I can't believe I have to read this fucking book on my vacation. <laughs> Don't read all of it. Yeah, just skim. Just skim. Just read the bold, read the words in bold. How about three weeks? Give me right, got it. Three weeks for me today. Three weeks, you're on, baby. I will, I will renew my Hulu um, checkout. <laughs> I will have Hoopla. it done. Or Hoopla. Uh, Hoopla. Hoopla, sorry. Joe G said, long live the Legion. Long mm-hmm. is one way to say it. It's a very long book with a lot of words. <sighs> it's also not the, some of them are not the greatest stories. <laughs> I, I apologize. I don't know why I decided to pick that book out of everything I could have possibly picked. That was the one, but I will, I will get it done. I will get it done in three weeks. We will get it done. I'm, so I'm just on. as behind on you. I read like the first issue. Out of the twelve, I think I read the this when the second or third issue is still about like the you know galactic circus. 
yeah. I'm just like, okay, we need to move on from this. Circus, anytime a circus gets involved, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm dubious. No matter what, I'm like, oh god, it's here it's we go. Ran out of ideas. I guess we're doing a bad, evil circus. Throw yep. circus. Here, here comes the circus of crime again. Yep. It's Here's like a, a guy with a lion. Um. Well, uh, we have uh stuff to talk about. I know we could. We have the um, the Eternals. The Marvel just released the Eternals trailer. <laughs> like trailers this, every week. When I, when I, yeah, it's like every week we have a trailer to watch because something gets released. I mean, we don't have to, but I kind of think it's, it, I enjoy them. It's kind of fun. And, and yeah. I have not watched it. And I know Tom hasn't. So I get to force Tom to watch these trailers. No, I've definitely not it seen was, the Eternals trailer. Here, here's where we are. I watched, I barely about, remember what the Eternals are. Well, I watched about 10 seconds of it because it was on the freaking morning news here in Milwaukee this morning. Oh. They're showing clips of the Eternals. I'm like, well, Okay, we've arrived. The Eternals is on morning on Fox Morning News in Milwaukee. Right, well, wake up! It's wake up six. Let's go ahead and watch it, and then we can. Do, mm -hmm. do, we'll move past it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> here we go. I'm so excited. Water. I see. You. Are these the Are these the ones that live on the dark side of the moon? Wasn't this song just in something? It's in everything. It's beautiful. Isn't it? Beautiful. Beautiful. I will watch it. Unguided, we have helped them progress and seen them accomplish wonders. Throughout the years, we have never interfered until So it's Game of Thrones. Thank you for this. Oh, you're welcome. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think's going to lead the Avengers? I could lead them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, wait, well, Black Bolt. Isn't that Rob Stark? Uh, I believe. Black Bolt's in the Inhumans. Oh. oh. <laughs> Inhumans, Eternals. The guy uh, who's the Inhuman or the Eternals version of Black Bolt. Isn't that Rob Stark? Um, I don't I, even know who he plays. He because we know how good I am at picking out actors from other roles. Huh? He plays Icarus. Yeah. 
That's is not that Rob Stark. Stark? Is it Rob Stark, the guy that played Rob Stark? Yes. Okay, because I saw I saw Kit Harrington in there. So uh he's the black knight, apparently. But not Black Bolt. But not Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a couple of Game of Thrones guys in there, and there's Millie Bobby Brown. She's has to be in everything. Oh. Yeah. And then Kamal Nan what's his name? Got I like got him. He's jacked. funny. He yeah. got all jacked for it for one scene, apparently. That he's maybe two scenes that he's in. <laughs> he is. I saw he's ripped now. Uh yeah, well, you know, I mean He's got those those uh, Marvel HGH. Yeah, it's injection. amazing how ripped you can get if you have unlimited resources and time and a personal trainer. If it's your job, uh, you know, yeah, and lots of drugs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's on horse bills. I was talking sure. about that to my wife, and I said, I don't know what movie we were watching. Something. Oh, it was it was um, X Men. Days of Days of Future Past, and mm-hmm. when the scene where Wolverine is sent back in time and he wakes up in the bed of the other woman, and he is Hugh Jackman is so fucking enormous and jacked in that movie, and he's like forty seven years old. Yeah, it's crazy. It is insane, and I yeah, his, up, his veins had veins on them just ridiculous and and i'm just i brought up the idea of like you know how many drugs he's on hgh and my wife's like well how do they let him do that and i'm like let who's gonna stop him marvel gave them to him yeah it's not baseball (laughs) like it's not illegal yeah Yeah. it's like oh hugh jackman will not be in the next x-men movie because he is serving a 50 movie suspension (laughs) for for, (laughs) performance enhancing drugs um actually i think hgh is illegal is it yeah. some of that stuff isn't illegal. It's, no steroids yeah. like you can get steroids from a doctor for sure yeah <laughs> regular regular like testosterone ste- you know anabolic yeah. steroids mm-hmm. but hgh is is i think still illegal i don't think you can get that yeah i um, keep taking all of that stuff i'm not getting huge at all no you're doing it wrong i think well apparently i found out the other day that you still have to work out uh yeah probably otherwise you just get fat all right so back to the eternals (laughs) who are not the inhumans Uh, some not celestials that's the one i always get it screwed up with right but don't they have something to do with the celestials aren't they weren't the celestials like their ancestors i don't remember i don't know I don't either. I don't. I have to. I have to say, I don't know really shit about the Eternals, other than they've never been very good. Like I've never. The only time the Eternals I really remember anything about them is when what's her name would show up in the Fantastic Four with the dog, right? That's the Eternals. Is that no? That's the Inhumans. No. You're thinking oh, of uh, all the interesting of, uh, ones are the Inhumans. Yeah, Med- yeah. Oh. Medusa and Lockjaw. Lockjaw's an awesome Lockjaw. character. Oh yeah. fuck! You know what? Inhumans are like the the not as good Inhumans. All right, well, yeah. who are the Forever People? That's DC uh, Fourth World. That's, That's Fourth World. Company. Yeah. This is the problem. Jack Kirby created too many fucking boring <laughs> comic book characters. Everybody talks about how fucking great Jack Kirby is. But all he did was create the same shitty characters like a hundred times. There's like, 
you know, uh, dozens and dozens of versions of the same character. Nobody gives. I will not have anyone talk bad about the uh, death on skis. (laughs) The black race. The black black skier. Yeah. Just like the the black racer. Perfect. Yeah. Such a great, just like, I'm just going to put this guy on skis. It's like, yes, we should do. Dude, All right. By the time you got to the Eternals, yes, <laughs> the diminishing, retu- diminishing returns. Um, yeah. All right. What does this so, guy do? He flies. I don't. Know. What are yeah. they? They've been around forever. I don't know. Since like nothing- even in the trailer, they're sort of like, yeah, we've been around. I don't know. Why didn't we do? <laughs> All right. Uh, since none of us actually know anything about, I got that for you, Tom. I'm Next gonna. Time I see you. Them. All right. It's the uh, commemorative 50th anniversary plastic cup from uh, AmFam Field. It's all yours. The Eternals are a fictional race of humanoids. Published yes. by Marvel Comics, they are described as an offshoot of the evolutionary process that created sentient life on Earth. The original instigators yeah. of the process, the alien Celestials, okay. intended the Eternals to be the defenders of Earth, which leads to the inevitability of war, Against their destructive counterparts, the Deviants. The Eternals were created by Jack Kirby and made their first appearance in the Eternals, number one, July 1976. Uh, and and yeah, after Kirby left Marvel to work for DC and to do the New Gods, and then came back and did the Eternals, a 12-issue. I don't. It's never been good. There's not. Has anyone ever done anything good with the Eternals? I know, like Neil Gaiman has done the Eternals. I know. There's an Eternals book right now that's terrible. There's, there's, uh, I don't know. Has, has, did, has um, um, Paul Jenkins, didn't he do an Eternals thing? At some uh, point, he did. Sure, probably. He, he did do an Eternals. Yeah. I you know can, what I, I remember? I can retain nothing about the Eternals, no matter how many times. Nothing. I try and read it. It just, every time. It comes up, and I was like, which one? Right. Who are they again? <laughs> Joe G has some answers for us. He says, uh, Eternals are a Kirby creation, basically yep. a scientific correlation of Greek gods. So yeah. Icarus, Macari, 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 Percy, etc. Oh, that's right. Circe is a... Um, that's Angelina Jolie, right? Isn't she? Probably. probably I'm going back to like the hero clicks characters and which ones were powerful and <laughs> That kind of oh stuff. no, she plays Thena, as in Athena. I'm assuming. <laughs> Gemma Gemma Chan plays Cersei. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is uncredited. Credited, so she's probably some secret character. Maybe she's like Doctor Strange, <laughs> Doctor Doom, <laughs> Doctor Doom. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't A young know. female Doctor Doom. Wait a minute, this dude. Ma Ma Dong suck Ma Ma Dong. Oh, just stop! Stop, well, please. <laughs> I think, didn't he play uh, Wong in Doctor Strange? I don't speculate on other roles that people play. <laughs> I might be pulling a Chris right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna, all right. I'm not. Yeah, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Mistakenly believing Asian actors for in other movies. He was obviously in Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> oh, no. He was in uh, Train to Busan and 45 other movies. I think he was in... Um... Oh, shit. What's it called? 
God damn it. It's the one that uh, Reservoir Dogs is based on. It's the movie that basically Tarantino. Everything goes back to Tarantino. It's the movie. The Eternals? No. <laughs> it wasn't called The Eternals. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. So we don't know anything. Um, yeah. Is it also streaming on uh, on HBO Max? Not the same guy. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, hey, you know, yes. I mean, plenty of people look like other people. I just love that even our listeners are rolling their eyes, and it's like, Jesus, guys, move on. <laughs> Insist on trying to guess what roles these actors we, we can't pronounce their names, we can't remember any role they've been in, and we just like it. <laughs> Oh God! All right, oh. whatever. Okay, Returnals. Back to the yeah. I guess. I guess. Whatever. I don't know. Is it will, it be, a... will it be on HBO Max and in theaters, or it's on Disney? It... I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if it's... because I will watch it on HBO Max. I will probably not go to the theater to see that. I could see that. I could understand. Yeah. Um... Wouldn't it be on Disney Plus? Oh would, yeah, sorry. I got my DC. Oh in. my got, god, Jesus Christ, my... guys! <laughs> Maybe we should talk more. Baseball. God, yeah, I, I got, I got, I got my peanut butter and chocolate mixed up. <laughs> There's only two. There's only two. He's <laughs> <laughs> picked the wrong damn one. Okay, Disney Plus. Sorry. It's, uh... <laughs> um. So yeah. It's, well, okay. So. As far as this trailer goes, it looks kind of, kind of. I don't. I mean, it didn't say anything. It, it, yeah, it, showed, yeah, nothing. it showed nothing. Yeah, which is good. That that's how trailers used to be, and I love that because it got to a point that um, trailers started showing like every funny scene or every great action scene, and by the time you get to see the movie, you feel like you've already seen it. So I'm okay with the kind of obtuse <laughs> slow motion, you know. Yeah. It's... Everyone looking towards the horizon. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. So uh, I kind of got not an argument. It was a, it was a discussion. There was no raising of voices. There was I, no name I calling. believe it was probably an argument. No, it was not. It was a discussion. I was very civil, but uh, there was someone on Twitter. I don't know who it was. I don't know. Oh, no. Um, and they had brought up the like the thing about how it was after they had watched the Eternals trailer and i had not watched it but their complaint was that marvel all of marvel's palettes for all their movies are so dull and 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 drab and the only one that ever looked like a comic book was thor ragnarok and i was like well to be fair that was made like you know kirby thor was 70 years ago and and, and it was made for like 12 year olds those comics were really bright and shiny and there's been decades and decades of comic books made since then. And most of them don't look like those. So why should Marvel pick that aesthetic for all their movies? It didn't make yeah. much sense to me. It doesn't um, help that nobody knows anything about the Eternals. <laughs> That's just like, ah, classic Icarus costume. <laughs> Can't pronounce any of their names. names don't, know don't know who they are. They I all guess look that's like what he wears. Guy. I don't know. It uh, may work in their favor, but you know, but as far as like 
I have no problem with the look of the MCU stuff. They had to, I mean, they're making a cohesive universe. So I have no problem with, with that. Um, yeah, whatever. I do, <laughs> I do. It is a little dark. I mean, I, and, and, and I, well, the funny part was, is that then I was like, well, I said something like, Maybe it's Fuck a, you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're wrong. I no, I never at no never. point did I argue. I, I simply yeah. said pound I said, sand, Twitter monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I was very nice. I said uh maybe, and I'm just I'm just uh guessing because I have no real idea why, but maybe it has something to do with the idea that the the that's are all green screen there's so much cgi maybe that has something to do with with sort of having darker palettes and he was like well but there's tons of like really colorful saturated cgi movies and i'm like okay really like can you give me a list yeah and the list was like was okay but it was at the end of the list was all of the Zack snyder movies oh <laughs> and my I was god like, I didn't even respond because I was like, "What? Those are the darkest, like desaturated, yeah. just turned down." It's but it was yeah, like no, Hobbit. it was like Hobbit, Hobbit. the yeah, which is super dark. Um, uh, Shazam, which was colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what else was on there? Most of them didn't make sense to me, honestly. Most of them I didn't feel like were like super. Uh, was he talking about visible palette or well, I can only get him on the colors and stuff? So I I, yeah, blame yourself, yeah. Internet Stranger. There's no Zack Snyder film that has ever had a bright palette that I have ever seen. Brian Horschman says, to be fair, majority of people didn't know the Guardians of the Galaxy, a talking raccoon, etc. That's a good point. Most people had no fucking idea who. <laughs> no one's gonna remember who any of these. It's gonna be. <laughs> I'm just saying the Eternals are. I am eternally forgetting them every time I'm reintroduced <laughs> to them. I'm like, what? Who are they? Yeah, I, and 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 to uh, who was that that just that just posted that comment? Said Brian, that Brian Horsham. Horsham. And Horsham. I will I will back up Brian, and I think the point that he may be trying to make is mm. if it's a no. good movie and it's entertaining, people won't care who the characters are because it's well, going to be the first care. time that they're seeing. Well, yeah, they will. They will care. Exactly. They will, they will. Is, is, no. But they, no. they won't come in with a pre, you know, a preconceived notion of who the characters are. Sometimes no. that's a great thing. I think that's why we're going to make a sequel and no. four months before the sequel, everyone will be like, wait, who, who are these guys? <laughs> Is, uh, then they'll make, then they'll make the, like, the prequel. They'll be like, wait, well, who, who's Icarus? playing? Who's playing Icarus with a K? For real? Who's playing uh, Miracle Man in this? Sean Bean. <laughs> I'm confused. How about it's Athena, but without the A? <laughs> it's, just, it's just Athena. Athena. Uh. Yeah, oh man. First, that was the first draft of names. Maybe they'll get, um, he was sort of out of you know, Icarus, but with like a K. Uh, maybe they'll they'll get the guy that played Bran to play Metron. Uh, (laughs) all right, this 
We're derailing uh, that. <laughs> Selma Hayek plays Ajax. Uh, I, like Selma Hayek. I, don't, I don't know. Who, I love Selma Hayek. I don't know who Ajax was. No, nobody does. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, I guess that's enough. Out. We're uh, coming off as the most illiterate comic book fans ever. ever. Well, it's the Eternals. It is the Eternals. So, yeah, I guess your history you lesson there. Like, like, nobody nobody read it. cares that much about the Eternals. It is why somebody's watching this and is, and is furious because the Eternals is their favorite book. Has, did the Eternals in any iteration ever get past 12 issues? Um, I do not know. Let's like see. even like the original Kirby run was it? I feel like it was a really short run because that was about the time he ditched and went to DC, right? Uh, it was after he came back, I think, hmm. to Marvel. Oh, this is after DC, I believe so. Oh man, that was it had to be turnouts, baby. Uh, 1970, Jack Kirby left Marvel Comics to work at DC Comics, where he began a saga of the New Gods, an epic story involving mytholo mythological, mythological, and science fiction concepts. It planned to have a, a definite ending. However, the saga was the saga was left incomplete. Cancellation of the titles. Kirby then began working on the Eternals when he returned to Marvel. The Eternals saga. Mm -hmm was thematically similar to the New Gods, and the series was also eventually canceled without resolving many of its plots. Writers Roy Thomas and Mark Grunwald used the Eternals in a Thor storyline that concluded in Thor number 301, resolving those lingering plot lines. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Do you think like half of Roy Thomas's career was, oh, shit, how are we going to finish up this stuff that Jack started? <laughs> I just want to write Conan. That's it. <laughs> is that too much to ask i mean it's funny too because i always think of when i think of the eternals in the comic book it is in comic books it is very much like how i feel about eternals in the mcu where i'm like oh great like these guys are here too like <laughs> you know like you reach yeah. the saturation point with like wait how many things are going on on this planet the only reason they were there is because George Perez was drawing it and he wanted to draw all of the characters. It's the only reason they were there. The Eternals Volume 1 was 19 issues, lasted from July 1976 to January in 1978, with an also with an annual number one. And then Eternals Volume 2 was a 12-issue limited series. Uh, the new Eternals number one, Eternals volume three was seven issues by Neil Ga Gaiman. Uh, Eternals volume four was nine issues and an annual, and then Eternals volume five is four issues and currently running. I think it's time to kill the Eternals. <laughs> well, maybe that's what the movie is. It's just exactly. <laughs> we're gonna introduce all these characters, yeah, uh, kill them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Like, I, these guys are on Earth, just hanging out. Like, what the, what the fuck? What have you been doing? <laughs> They've been protecting Earth. Yeah, They've been. We, we haven't interfered until when it was financially lucrative. <laughs> we needed content. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Eternals is just like the Greek god of content. <laughs> we needed a thing. And I guess this is one of the. Hey, this was announced in 2018. Yeah, well, they plan to add. They do. Yeah. It takes time. You can't get uh, jacked overnight. 
if you're a a nerdy comedian yeah if you're gonna be an eternal it's gonna take a while to yeah work your way up to that get ripped you gotta get ripped I think Patton Oswalt should do that for, for <laughs> Bodoc, even though he doesn't actually ever get, get shown ripped. up. Yeah, he should just get, get ripped for Bodoc. <laughs> We're kind of making his head bigger. <laughs> well, did, HGH will do that. HGH, yeah, yeah, I will do that. Make your head did, bigger. Did you watch Modoc, Tom? <laughs> I did. Okay, we we watched it. We did our ACTV, so we can't give away too much because we got to get those people going to Patreon yeah. for that. But uh, I was lukewarm on it, and I don't think Sal liked it a whole lot. I I watched one. <laughs> yeah, I watched one and a half. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> I think okay, and yeah. I, I get the joke here. Okay, maybe I better went along. I you know I'm a harsh. I mean, I'm very protective of my time. I'm not gonna you watch it. I'm not going to watch like six hours of a show if I'm like, ugh, I don't know. And get yeah. through the first one, you're like, eh, I don't know. Brian Horsham wants to know what exactly were these guys doing while their cousin Thanos was killing everyone? Yeah, exactly. Oh, what? Yeah. These dudes are just, the, the Eternals are yeah. just chilling we're, out on We're Earth. not going to show up. We're Earth's protectors. Yeah. Were they we're sleeping? Until after Thanos, our cousin yeah. murders half the population it's kind of like they stroll in and it's like all right glad you guys took care of that okay yeah, we yeah. got it under control now now that that storyline's wrapped up we can mm-hmm. be now that begin you took care of the fucking titan you know we can get to business do you think we'll see the celestials i'd be cool you i always to. like the celestials yeah designs right like did they um did they do that in uh, in Guardians or Guardians Two? Is nowhere? Is it? Is it the the celestial? Head head? celestial? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They never really said. I don't know that they ever mentioned the word celestial, the name celestial. It was something like space god or something like that. It it, it called yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, we know yeah, they're probably working out movie rights. But that's in the comic. Whenever they whenever they did that, <laughs> that's when I fell in love with Guardians. I was like, okay, that's. That- that's cool. Was it in the movie? It was in the comics oh, and the nowhere. movie. Yeah. But was it a head in the movie? I can't remember. I don't know. I loved no, in the you're... comic that it was a head and there was a, it was a mining mm-hmm. co- colony that that started the 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 life mm-hmm. there because they were mining like the blood and the bone marrow of the celestial. I'm yeah. like, that's fucking brilliant. That's a that's a great idea. There's the actually there's head. there's a comic out right now. Um uh, we only uh, we only see them when they're dead, or um, yes, yeah. Al, uh, Al Ewing, yeah. And that's kind of the idea is that there are. I mean, they're basically celestials. They're they're giant space aliens, and they only you only find them after they've died. And it's there's mining rights, and they're basically like mining tissue and anything they can get off of these giant space aliens. Interesting. Al Ewing yeah. stole that from uh Jack Kirby. Stole no, from the best. It wasn't Kirby though. It was uh Oh, that would have been uh um um that partner crew that Tom toast. loves it when I do this. Oh god, Jesus. <laughs> the Celestials are created by Jack Kirby. <laughs> uh Abnett and Lanning. Abnett and Lanning, yeah, yeah. 
right? That was for you, Tom. Is we that just pull out a buck and not say what it is? Is that sealed in plastic? No, it's Annihilation Conquest. I love my Annihilation. Um, did you guys read anything this week? For a little bit. A little bit? A little, little bit? Um, maybe it's uh, I think it's I think it's good whenever you come in with low expectations Absolutely. and and you're not disappointed. I it's been real hard for me to find a Superman book for a long time that I enjoy. And it's just I think that I think that character inherently is is difficult. Oh, it's difficult to write. I mean, it's kind of been done. We're you know how many what 60, 80 years of Superman. I feel like a lot of the stories have been told. But uh, picked up a couple issues of Action Comics uh, numbers one thousand and thirty and one thousand thirty one. Is, uh, is that the Bendis? Superman? No, it's no, it's no. That's a, another reason why I don't read much Superman. Um, Philip Kennedy Johnson uh, is the writer, and Daniel uh, um, Santierre, like huh? Philip Kennedy Johnson is that sort of like Philip K. Dick Johnson? That's hilarious. Philip Kennedy Johnson. Uh, just is that a real name? I don't know. Philip K. Dick. That's funny. Uh, I never pass on a dick joke. There's um, uh, a Midnighter backup that is written by Becky Cloonan and someone else with uh, art by uh, Michael Avon Oming. And it's, yeah, it's, I like, I like Oming's work and to see him on a Midnighter story is a little weird, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, I like backup stories. It gives you a chance to, you know, read a, a little chunk of a story, and it's usually, you know, somewhat interesting. But um, um, this is called War World Rising, and so it's a it's a uh, Mongol yeah, yeah, yeah. story. Yeah. And I always like I always like Mongol. He always feels like a like a Superman villain that oh, is Mongols. A, I love I love a good War World. Yeah, yeah. So this is. <laughs> This is a war world story, which, I mean, there's, I mean, it's a modern comic book because it has to tackle some sort of modern social issue. The second issue gets a little ham-fisted uh, with a, a ship of refugees that are fleeing war world. And so it, there's a lot of, you know, like ripped from the headline uh, pieces of dialogue about, you know, the horrible living conditions of these these refugees and how we have to save them and you know you just and, don't care about refugees we know move on get it. life yeah. sucks on war world yeah life is horrible on war world You're, yeah but there's a, a kryptonian tie-in so so clark is uh super obsessed about where these refugees came from because they might be you know kryptonian and uh, yeah, you get some Superboy, which I'm still trying to figure out. Do you guys know the current Superboy story? How that is that is Clark and Lois's son, right? Like, yes. And then yes. he got old fast. How? Comics. Uh, Future Slate. Infinite jo joined the Legion, came back, kind of growed up. Yeah, he went. Uh, well, he went, him and Damien, 
Who are best buds uh, now? They're BFFs. Yeah, they uh, in the what's this? What's that book? I can't think of the name of that book. Shoot, Super Sons. Super Sons. Yeah, okay. which is a really fun book. Um, they went like not in back in time, but they went to a different like dimensions and stuff. Like that book was a lot. That was a, basically like a road comedy with these two teenage superheroes. They were I love it. Yeah, it was. Re- it's really good. You, sh- yeah. it's, I think you'd probably dig it. I will trade you. You read Cable, and I'll read. I'll read that because Cable's <laughs> kind of the same. Tried. Cable's so fun. Cable. It's so I, fun. It's, I couldn't do it. I don't know. I enjoy it. It's yeah. but, um, but I think it has something to do with that. Like I think I don't know. It's like Tom said. It's comic books. Mm-hmm. How yeah. old is he now? He's like he's he's not a teen any longer, but. Yeah, I'd say like you know late teens, uh, but that's kind of one of the background stories is that is that they have reached a point in time where the stories of Superman in the future kind of stop here, and so Jonathan Superboy is convinced that Clark is going to to die or something horrible is going to happen to him. And so, and so, so is Batman, Batman, something's going on with Superman. And so he's like, have you talked to your son about the league? Because the world always needs a Superman. So that's kind of going on in the background while Mongol and his refugees are being hunted down. So it's a, it's a Superman story. I enjoy it. It's uh and I really, I really do like the Superman family because Kara is in this or Kara and you've got you know Jonathan Superboy, Lois and Clark. It's it's good. Very cool. Yeah, if you're out. just if you're just looking for, you know, Superman story, yeah, it's it's not rewriting the way the comics are done, but I enjoyed it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um I read something really interesting uh, the second issue came out, I think, this last week, but I went back and read the first issue. Um, but I want to find it here so I can get the name correct. Uh, what did I do with it? Oh, no. Where'd it go? Oh, son of a bitch. I'm, I'm glad it. the Action Comics is back with their original numbering. The Legacy... Because it's got to be over a thousand. Yep. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, the book I read was is called <clears throat> "The Many Deaths of Layla Starr." It's mm. um, written by Ram V. and uh, drawn by Philippe Andrade. Andrade. Uh, it's from Boom Studios. There's two issues out. Uh, the first, I, I only read the first issue. But it was really interesting. So basically, it's a it's a story of the hindu god of death uh which i believe is called yama and she um is called up to the office so sort of the pantheon of gods in this book uh they're they're sort of working this corporate heaven i don't know you know corporate dimensions um and so she's called up to meet the three-faced god who is the i guess the you know he's the sort of leader of the of, i don't know hinduism very well mm-hmm. but i didn't i didn't know it going into it and it didn't really i still like the book so didn't matter yeah it didn't matter they're they're like interesting weird looking colorful 
gods. You know what I mean? So, um, so she's called up and she's fired because uh, a prophecy is coming true that some young girl will be born uh, and will usher in a um, era of like no pain and no death. So your position has been eliminated, death. That's a shitty way to get downsized. Yeah. <laughs> <Any> prophecy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. been foretold that you've lost your job. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> the scribes are foretold. Your, can you bring everything in your desk with you? We've <laughs> got a prophecy come true. Could you imagine someone actually doing that? Like, how do you fight that even? What do you even say? Like, it's yeah. been prophesized. Your, your position has been limited. The say the this the 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 stones have said that you must be let go <laughs> this week. Clean out your desk. Um, but so she's not very happy about it, uh, and so she kind of works the system. She knows some people. She twists some arms or whatever. And at the same time, there's a parallel storyline of this young girl who we don't really know much about. She's at a party. She's sort of uh depressed and she goes up on a roof and jumps off and at the exact same time that she um uh lands the yama the god of death has been transported to earth and is put in her body okay and so now the the former Hindu god of death is on earth in this young girl's body. And that that's kind of just the first issue. I mean, there's a lot more going on as far as like, you know, one of the things, you know, that, that is against her is that she's, she, her position has been eliminated, but she's also being made into a mortal and she's just going to go to earth and live a regular life. And so she's not happy about that at all. Um, she's like, what the fuck? I've been here, you know, I've been doing this job for a literal eternity and and you just let me go, and now I'm mm -hmm. gonna you know, live some some shitty normal life. Um, so that's the first issue. But it was it one. It's beautifully, weirdly, colorfully drawn. It's it's um, you know, it's this great combination of like, uh, like comedy cartooning and these these godlike characters that have these strange appearances like blue you know skin and multiple arms and three faces and all these different things they they have a very i don't know how to explain it. it's like they they look normal even though they're not normal you know what i mean like they're put in you know the, this corporate world and kind of thing and but it's, it's just a beautifully drawn book it has a lot of um you know sort of ethereal feel to it which i think fits the book it's very kind of light and colorful and you know it has this sort of like dusk everything mm -hmm. everything looks like dusk like that magical mm -hmm. hour of mm -hmm. dusk you know what i mean like that's what the book looks like and um yeah it was just really interesting and, and the fact like i said i i don't really know anything about hinduism i was i knew enough that i recognized her as the you know hindu god of death um but what's other than that the, what's the name of the book again the name of the book i have to read it because it's the many deaths of layla star 
L-A-I-L-A. Um, and it wasn't at all what I expected it to be. It, it's, it's, you know, I had, I had no real idea what it was going to be looking at the cover. I really didn't have a good concept at all about it. Uh, but I really enjoyed the first issue. I'm going to read the rest of it. It was, it was really fun and just different. And, um, you know, I, I've read a few other things by Ram V or Ram the fifth. I'm not sure how that name is pronounced. <laughs> I think um, it's Ram V. Ram V. I think uh, it's Rizza. The, <laughs> the, the RZA. 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 <laughs> but uh yeah, I just I, I really enjoyed it. It was funny. Um it was uh you know it had had this sort of surreal quality to it. Um but you can tell there's also, you know, there's there's gonna be a, a story here about you know life and death and Stuff in between those two moments in time, and uh, yeah, it's it 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 was just a really cool, uh, cool surprise. And one of the cooler, uh, there's a moment where she meets a ghost on Earth, and I just love the character design and sort of how uh, the artist made this ghost look. It's nothing like mind blowing. It's mm-hmm. just I, I thought it was just really interesting and just sort of a different way to make someone look like a ghost. And I just thought, yeah, overall, just a really cool, interesting book. Not just a sheet. Not Yes, it was not just a sheet with two eye holes. It was a little... Was a little, <laughs> little more. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, I really it's like slightly. the look of this. That's... Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's... It's, uh, it's different. I mean, it's... You know, it doesn't look like... Um, most books on the stands it has kind of a manga i think influence but it not i mean it's not manga not, yeah yeah but i mean it, it's the... some of that influence to it it's it's i don't know i don't know what I'd, it, there's almost like this new sort of style you see the, the other book that this reminds me a little bit about is chain to the grave mm-hmm. which you like yeah, uh, it's used to coloring yeah it's uh yeah yeah, yeah it's uh yeah, I mean, there's there there's a lot of things I'm saying. I mean, there's a little Mobius in here. In, there you go. And sure, some stuff. Sure. You know, it's yeah, it's kind of got that you know wacky, you know, economy of wine squiggly thing going on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I think there's a lot of artists doing this sort of something along these lines, and I like it. I like all of it. And and yeah, when I say it's like a new style, I don't mean. I mean, is new, new, you know, completely new, brand new and unique. But I think there, there's a lot of artists sort of going in this direction. I feel, and I kind of, even if you look at like um, Daniel Warren Johnson or mm-hmm. um, Stoko or Stoko, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, along those lines. I don't think this. I think mm-hmm. actually this is a little more elegant than mm-hmm. those. Um, as it's much as I, more love, Euro- it feels more European. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the artist <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, one of them European comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah, it, for, for me, it it looks more European than it does, you know, Asian influence. But I mean, it's such a soup these days with yeah with I'm artists, sure. and, which is great. It's a that's a good thing. Well, it's the, it's the like with the internet. You know, the internet's been around now for long enough time where most of these artists are growing up seeing so many other types of art that you probably didn't see like 
you know what I mean? At one point, unless you traveled out of the country to see, you know, or you had someone sending you stuff or once in a while you'd find, but like, if you grew up in Ohio, you know, uh, you weren't seeing some of the, you know, a lot of the stuff that you can now, like you can see so much, uh, from different countries, all the great comic book artists that are out there and throughout history. And, you know, it, 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 it's all at your fingertips. You can just look up all look at them. and study, study it, study it. You can go online. You can download it. You can, <laughs> you can, that's yeah, a big thing. You don't even need a store. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. I, I bought a, I bought a new TV and uh, <laughs> I, I have a, there's a point to it, but you know, like when there's not a, I don't have cable. So all I use is apps, you know, Netflix and Hulu and all the different apps. Mm. But when it's not, when I don't have an app running, it sort of doesn't know what to do because there's no signal. There's no, I don't have an antenna and I don't have cable. So it just goes to a screensaver of high res classic paintings like Rembrandt's and Van Gogh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just, and they're amazing looking gigantic on my TV. And it's just like, how, like, I have a Van Gogh sitting in my, you know, living room now and it's you know it, it, on this you know huge high-res television screen and and it has a frame i mean it's not just the picture it's it's mm-hmm. it, it's oh, in, a, in, a, in a digital frame <laughs> it's a digital I, frame. I mean it's it takes up the entire screen and is made to look like a painting hanging on the wall and it's the the resolution is so good that it looks like a painting i mean i'm looking at this thing like holy i can see the brush strokes i can see you know mm-hmm. Like like if I'm standing almost not that good, but it's I'm pretty amazing. And it's just like, wow, that's that's an awesome little nothing, you know, feature on a TV. Like, how crazy is that if you think about you know just 40 years ago? You know, for oh, nobody yeah. you didn't see those paintings, you couldn't see a high res, you saw maybe in a book mm-hmm. if you went to the library, you might see a decent photograph of the Mona Lisa or something, but like a, a, you know, a huge high res version of, of that stuff. So yeah, the, the influence that artists can get now, my point being the influence that artists can get now is, is endless. And that's pretty awesome. Sorry. Did I go on a rant? (laughs) No, 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 not not at all. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find an artist or two, that I feel like this kind of pulls from. Am I off base in that there's there's some Hugo Pratt in there? Uh, Hugo Pratt. I don't even know who that is. You made that one up. You made that one up. Hugo Uh, Pratt? Hugo Pratt. Uh, He did uh, uh, Corto Corto Maltese. Um, Hugo Pratt. A little Hugo Pratt in there, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's... Maybe, maybe yeah, a little bit here and there. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I can't dig that deep into the the influences, but um, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a little. I can see that a little bit. Some of the line work, but yeah, just uh, I don't know. I I I uh, was pleasantly surprised by nice by uh, yeah. I love the sound of the story. So I mean, it's little bits and pieces that we've kind of seen here and there, and some other. Some other, I mean the the God boardroom is yeah, 
I mean, it really, that reminded me that. a lot of like um, the good place a little yeah. bit, you know, like that. Mm. Kind of, you know, the, the corporate structure of of heaven yeah. and hell, and yeah. how no one really knows how it works. Right? Why wouldn't yeah. it run like a you know corporation? Well, run corporation. There's yeah. no finer than that. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the dream. A well-run business. <laughs> um. If only yeah. it could be run like a business. I did uh, read, uh, we were talking about Superboy, and I mentioned Damien, and the new Robin book is really good, too, if you're a Damien Wayne fan. Uh, Damien. I love that character. He, he's my, maybe my favorite um, Robin that's ever come around. I have heard. Like, well, he's an asshole. I'm an asshole. More than Jason Todd. It was not Jason Todd. No. Um, but uh, if, if it's anyway, if it's not Damien, it's Dick Grayson. But the number one Robin. The number one. Number one for a reason. Yeah. Uh, Top but, Robin. Uh, the the new book's pretty good. It's basically it's you know a little lighthearted. Um, you know, funny as I think Damien should be, because otherwise it's just like yeah. you have this really dark kid running around. It has to be, you know, there has yeah. to be a humor to it. Yeah, it's, I mean, so, it's 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 either funny or it's hit girl with a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's him. Uh, basically, he enters a tournament of what he believes is like the greatest fighters in the DC universe, and so he wants to win this tournament. And he's just so brash and arrogant and bold, you know, and, and it doesn't turn out the first issue does not, his first fight does not turn out how he expects it to. But, uh, so I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. Cause, yeah. um, part of the fun of Damien is that he is an ass and he gets put, you know, knocked down a peg or two, but he always, he always comes back stronger. Like he never, he's always this reoccurring, you know, never he he's never gonna evolve. If he ever evolves to like a sensitive character, I don't want to read does. that. Right? Nobody. It's I like I want to read that. Like I think they kind of did that with Guy Gardner. Like they tried mm -hmm. to make Guy Gardner a, a nice guy, and it's like, well, you already have fifty of those. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like nobody yeah. wants another one, and they don't want you to take an asshole and turn him into a nice guy. You know, like yeah. Um. So was Damien? Is that a is that a Morrison character? I believe, yeah. Wasn't that Morrison? Mm -hmm. in, uh, Morrison quietly. No, um, our buddy uh, Chris Burnham. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're probably right. I think. I think yeah. quietly was doing covers for those, but I think that was Chris Burnham. Yeah, uh, that run that he created, Damien. I believe. I could be wrong. If so, mm. Chris Burnham's got to be fucking making some cash. Often mm, they gave him ten dollars for that. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not, maybe it wasn't, but I think it was. Um, but I thought it was the one with Bat Cow. Remember, that I know was Burnham like, worked on, yeah, worked on that run. That was those were good comics. I enjoyed those. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking it up, guys, because I need to know what the correct answer is. <laughs> Tom needs to know. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah, anybody have any questions for um. Um, for Christaros tomorrow. Oh, you're talking to Christaros, huh? Talking to Christaros for a, a 30 minutes with interview. So, I'm gonna sit down with Chris for a half hour tomorrow. 
Very we're nice. Gonna talk about, we're going to talk about Elvis and bourbon. And that's... Why am I not? Starting. What are you doing um, at noon? <laughs> working. Um, what was I going to say? He's doing something. I just saw some a story on him. Mr. Staros is doing yeah, something. That's, that's, right? why, like, that's why that's I'm why talking I, to him. He's oh, starting. God. It's it's kind of like a master class for... We'll find out more. But it, it's kind of like master class for getting into comics, making comics. He's going to... It's okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's doing a thing on uh, on how to make comics. Very nice. Yeah, or I think how to get into comics, or yeah, I don't know. I'm going to talk to him about it. It's going to be about how to make comics or get into comics or something like that. So, did you find out who he was created by, Tom? Because I did. Andy Q- uh, Kubrick and oh. and uh, oh, Graham Morrison in the pages of uh, Batman. I remember when they announced that run, and we were all excited that uh, that Kubert and Morrison were going to do Batman, and it's had a lasting impact. There's your answer. Nice. There we go. Um. Yeah, that I I thought it was man. Well, Chris Burnham, I guess you suck. Why have you? He's not getting shit for that. He created Batcow, though. I'm almost sure. Chris Burnham did create Batcow, so I don't know that that's as financially rewarding as creating Damian Wayne, but emotionally rewarding, perhaps it should be. Here, uh, Joe G said Batcow made Art Balthazar happy, so <laughs> no, it didn't make it didn't make Art happy because Art's never not been happy. Oh, I'm sure there's got to be a time where sometimes bad art. I, I think art has always been happy because he's the happiest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> the guy skips when no I, one is watching. I tell the story about art and um, the Windy City, or not uh, the the C two E two, where he met. Um, Oh gosh, what's the actor's name from Battlestar Galactica and uh, uh, the captain in Battlestar Galactica? Oh, Adama. Ever James Olmos. Yeah. And didn't know who he was. Yeah. They, they became friends. Just hanging out. Just hang, and we had no idea. Like I had no idea. And, and Saturday night, I'm sitting in the lobby of the hotel for C2E2 with Art and franco and a couple of other people i don't remember who we were all sitting on a couch and art had a like a uh cooler a beer so we were all sitting there having a beer and here comes edward james almost walking right up to us hey art how you doing hey ed what's happening and they get up and hug and there's edward james almost now granted remember while I never really talk about being Mexican, Ever James almost was the first Mexican I ever saw on TV that wasn't like, you know, in a mm. shitty role. You know, the, the a real actor. Yeah, yeah. Selena's dad, goddammit. But Ever James almost is like kind of a, you know, a, a childhood hero. And here he is. And then he was in Battlestar Galactica, which you know, you love that fucking show. I love that show. And yeah. So was he also in love with the game? Are we bringing it around full circle? <laughs> Was he in love? I don't know. I don't know. He was in a baseball was movie. He? Yeah. I don't think he was in that. I was, yeah, I think it was Love of the Game. Of the you game? finish your story. I'll find out. Oh, yeah. I'm looking but, it up. It's uh, going to be wrong. I don't think it was. I don't think he was in that. I don't know who you would have been in that. 
Oh, no, 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 no. It's another Jesus. baseball movie, though. It's another Mexican. <laughs> uh-huh. No, it's not another. No, it's uh-huh. Kevin Costner. Um, okay, well, um, wait, you mixed up Kevin Costner? <laughs> He's joking. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but anyway, so Ever Jensen was sitting there, and we're like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're just talking like it's no big deal. He's sitting there, he cracks open a beer, he sits there and has a beer, and then the dude who plays his right-hand man on Battlestar Galactica, I can't remember his name from the show, but the, Oh, the, Jamie Bamber? The the no, it was like the gray-haired older oh, yeah, 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 master, yeah. whatever the hell he was. Uh, yeah. He comes walking up. And like for the next 45 minutes, these guys are just hanging out like no big deal. And then they get up and they leave. They go to dinner. And we're like, what the fuck? I'm like, Art, <laughs> you know, Ed, uh, Edward James almost. He's like, oh, Ed, I don't know. I met him yesterday outside having a smoke in front of the hotel. And I'm like, what? He had no fucking idea who he was. Didn't know. I mean, we told him, but, and he's like, oh, that's cool. I yeah, mean, are yeah, you, man. Just, yeah, man, that's cool. And, I I'm just like unfucking believable, and all weekend it was just like, "Hey Ed, hey Art," and it, they were like best buddies. And then I did get so later that night, we're in the bar, and the dude who plays the the number one, whatever the hell, it's like mm-hmm. Hog or or Hog, yeah, it's like yeah. something like that. That guy, and that guy. so he's getting bought a lot of drinks and he <laughs> man, he is drinking drink. them mm-hmm. he is drinking them and he's having a good time and he's just he's just circling the bar like and he but he's having fun with like all the fans mm-hmm. everybody's talking to him, and he comes by and we're all sitting and at this point it was like me and mike norton few of the other um oh wayne masseuse said uh, michael hogan is art's friend from battlestar galactica uh ed's Ed's friend. Um, I want for the game, 1991. Sorry. For the, so anyway, I've, now I forgot where I was at. I've, well, we're sitting there, and he comes around for like the second or third time, and finally I stop him. I'm like, "Hey, I got. I I, I don't want to be that guy, but I I gotta I gotta ask, man. Will you do the line from Battlestar Galactica?" And he fucking looks at me. The old man's gonna hear about this, and he fucking leaves <laughs> out the door, and we just bust out laughing. And I'm like, "That's the greatest moment in my con history." That was just, I, I loved that whole crazy fucking night. But um, yeah, Michael, Mike, Michael Hogan, I think that's yeah, the yeah, other yeah. actor's name. Um, yeah, so was, that was spoilers. Spoilers. He was that's a Cylon. That's true. He was a Cylon. Yeah, he yeah. was. Everyone was a Cylon, really. I think at the end of by the end, it's. That's the Cylon it turned out that in our hearts we were all Cylons. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Except for uh, except for uh, Katie Sackoff, she was a ghost. Yep. Oh, I see dead people. She was a ghost. Um, I never understood. Yeah, that's my um, that's my art belt is our story. I tell that all the time, constantly, because it's just it's it's the craziest, funny story about art because it's so art. It is so art. He's the best. Uh, all right. Well, um, we can probably start wrapping things up unless Tom has something that he has not graced us with. No, nothing worth regaling his comics life for the last week. Shame. Nothing Shame. worth nothing worth extending the show for. Okay, <laughs> I understand that. You can say I understand. It, yeah. 
Well, we have we have talked about some of the uh, the extra content that you can get by being a patron. Um, yeah. Stuff like our ACTV and Tom versus the Freedom Fighters. Yeah. And I've got a interview show coming up this week with uh, one of our good good uh, buddies, old friends of the show, uh, Mr. Chris Staros from Top Shelf Publishing. Uh, you've got Future Stacks and and Top of the Stack, and it just never ends. It's so much stuff. Uh, go over to patreon.com slash around comics and you can uh, check all that stuff out. Uh, but if you don't, we're still going to be here on Tuesdays because we will, uh, we will do this show until they tell us not to every Tuesday. Well, even until they stop us, they didn't yeah. tell us not to a while ago. I didn't tell you guys, but <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we were told, <laughs> we were told to stop. Yeah. So please, for the love of God. He wasn't in Crazy Rich Asians. Stop. (laughs) Stop talking. Please. (laughs) Ah, yeah, whatever. Come on. You think that uh, they don't think we all look alike? Come on. Give me a break. (laughs) That's true. I look like all white men. (laughs) Yeah. Of an age. Of an age. Of an age. age. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Yeah, so we got all that stuff going on. Um, yeah, that's that. That's what I have. I, I apparently I've got to go watch like six more episodes of Modoc to get ready for for Sunday. You I can do it, pal. Power through. That's. I'm not sure which is worse, Modoc or the fucking Legion book I got to read. Good lord, you're really trying to kill me. Have fun on your vacation. Yeah, yeah. great. How was your vacation? It fucking sucked. I, I read terrible comics and watched terrible animation. Speaking of, uh, so yeah, I won't be around next week. I don't know what the Wi-Fi. I might be able to. I'm going to bring my laptop, so I will let you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like probably Saturday or something, if I can actually do the show Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we may not have a show, or you guys can try and do the show without me. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I don't think that'll work. It'll work. It, it could work. It'll, I'll just ask Chris to guess what other movies people have been in. Just Chris, just we're gonna Chris do a series. We're gonna do a series of flashcards. <laughs> different different minority groups. These are two different right. rappers. Do you know who these people are? My friend, uh, a friend of mine, uh, is in training to become a police officer right now, and uh, one of the things they put him through, one of the tests they run on them is the um, uh, natural bias test. So they run also like that exact thing. They run past you and get mm-hmm. you, know, you sort of weigh in on it. And his turned out to be, uh, uh, he, he slightly favors white people mm-hmm. and, and thin people. <laughs> so, so if you're thin and white, you're good. You're good. You're okay. You're yeah. yeah. You're good. Otherwise, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, you know. Well, slightly favors. I don't know. That's not, you know. Yeah. Hates everyone else. He just slightly. (laughs) Everyone else watch the fuck out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. It's a small small town. It should, should be okay. Because it's a small town completely populated by thin white people. <laughs> Joe G says three weeks to Legion. Oh, God. Oh, our- here we go, Joe. Countdown, baby. Oh, oh God. 
I can give you my opinion on it right now after an issue and a half. I can I can <laughs> I can give you a full I can give you 45 minutes on that. Here we go. <laughs> on how comics have changed and why. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's what I got, boys. All right. Are we good? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think I've right. done enough. Oh, do we have any new patrons? I think we had a couple. Uh, no, I think I read those. We had an email, yeah. but from, we had an email. I was going to read it, but then it was from Joe G. So he's kind of on here all the yeah. time. So Joe just got his shout out. Well, Joe, we'll read your email. I mean, I could week. read it, but it's... Uh, is it a good one? Is it a good email? Yeah. All right. Yes. It's Lay it on. I, I even replied to it uh, because I, I, I needed to know more information from Joe G. All right. Let me... Uh, let's see here. He said... Who is your favorite Eternal? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, glad you're back. Just call me Joe G. Just found out last week you gentlemen were back. I quit being a hardcore collector around eight years ago. I still have a basement with thousands of back issues and trades and Omnibuy. Uh, Omniboo? He says Omniboo. Plural for Omnibus. Omnibus. And deluxe editions and absolutes. I have plenty to read and buy a few digital books occasionally. Hickman, X-Men, and Lemire Black Hammer. Glad to hear familiar voices. Still talking about comics and whatever else happens to come up. We'll try to listen live today. That was last week, which I believe he did. If my computer works. Thanks. Keep up the good fight. Okay. And then I, uh, I was curious how he found that we were back. Because we've heard that a bunch. Like, hey, I just heard you guys were back. And I'm always curious, like, well, how are you? How do you find out? And he, uh, he, so I emailed him, and he emailed me back, and he, um, he said that it was an accident, which is great. <laughs> uh, exactly, the plan's working. He was on um, Amazon Music. He was on like the Amazon Music app on his phone, and he uh, he searched or he looked up the category of comics because he remembers listening to comic book podcasts, and he saw. That we were we were on there and and uh, right. still putting out shows, so that that was sort of yeah. And he was the one who talked about last week when we were talking about Frank Miller. He said um, the movie Frank Miller was in the movie High Noon, and the the villain in High Noon is named Frank Miller, and wow. the theme song starts out "Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling," uh, and it says something like "I can't be leaving until I shoot Frank Miller dead." So he said that always stuck with him when he's, you know, just because it was such a weird coincidence. Nice. Well, speaking, so. of, I still have to read that Rorschach issue or the two Rorschach issues. Rorschach, Rorschach. Uh, yeah, they're good. I'm looking forward to um, Strange Adventures comes out the, uh, tomorrow or today. I think it came out. Um, finishing up. That's issue Last 10. Issue. I don't know if it's the last one, but it's the story's starting to. I think it's twelve issues. Winding I think down, three final, but um, yeah, seems to be coming to a head. So cool. looking. Good, Tom King. All right, get on with it. Joe, thanks, everyone else. Email us more. We love those. All right, we will be back with all sorts of extras uh, in the next week, and then uh, depending on uh, if Sal has a Wi-Fi connection in the Northwoods. Uh, we'll be back again next Tuesday. In the meantime, 
in between time. <laughs> we'll be everywhere. <laughs> and, and around. And around comments. Comments. <laughs> Giant heads. Big heads. Modoc heads. Modocs. We're all Modocs. Everybody in the Everybody in